Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and welcome to All That Matters. Today we celebrate our 50th episode. 50 episodes. You know, it all started as a vision, as a as a thought, as a recommendation by family and friends who said, Jan, you've always told your stories through your books and through speeches and speaking. Why not put it on a podcast and and share, share your essence? And the, it, it really was so kind and so empowering and and so I went ahead and did that, and now we reach our 50th episode, and I'm so, so thrilled to have so many of you here. Can I uh, please give a shout-out this week to friends I've heard from recently from England, from Israel, New Zealand, and a special shout-out to new listeners in India. Uh, we continue to be um, in the top 10% of global podcasts, which is astounding to me. Uh, and that is shared with me uh, by Listen Notes, the international search engine for podcasts. So it measures that. And that's thrilling and exciting to be speaking to so many people around the world. Um, and and yet at the same time, tremendously humbling. Um, I am so moved and so touched and I celebrate this moment. Um, and And I marinate in it because... Good news and 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 uh, reaching a moment of celebration is worth holding on to a little bit. Um, I am remember when I was getting ready to publish my very first book with Canary Press, and um, and I had asked they asked me if I had anyone who might write the introduction, and uh, out of the blue, I wrote uh, a wonderful author who had, I think, the number one nonfiction book in America at the time, um, Richard Carlson, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And he had many permutations of that, but that Don't Sweat the Small Stuff was so empowering and so powerful, and so many people were drawn to it because uh, he had a way of helping us see what's most important and what's not important and why are we getting so upset about that and i wrote richard and so many people i had written uh, over the years for various things who have some renown and and um and uh are tremendously busy with their own lives you know aren't going to take the time to write but richard was the kind of person who did and he reached back to me and he said, Jan, yes, let me see what you've written. And he read my book and he said, yes, I'd be proud to write the introduction to it. And we ended up meeting up in San Francisco um, having lunch and connecting in a very deep way. We came from two different cultures, basically, two different walks of life, two different worlds, and, um, and connected together in the telling of stories and in the desire to help other people with our stories. Um, and that's what he did so beautifully. Um, he died far too young, Richard, and wonderful husband, wonderful father, and uh, an amazing friend and a tremendous author um, who did a lot of healing. And speaking of healing, um, today, the very day that I'm recording this 
is the eighth anniversary that my oldest daughter, Yaffa, is cancer-free. And to have gone through a scare like that, to have wrestled with it, to have spoken up for yourself, she really is a spokesperson uh, for her own health. And she recognized something was wrong, was able to get medical attention and um, and go through um, a, a series of tests where they were able to find the cancer and, and actually remove it um, and... And then for her to go through various um, regimens, which completely showed later on that uh, her cancer was gone. And it has been that way for eight years. And you celebrate moments like that. You hold on to moments like that. Perhaps you have, in your own life, gone through something uh, tremendously challenging that challenges your mortality, really. Either you or someone in your family or a close friend. And coming through an illness, coming back into health, is worthy of celebration. The, the, the people who helped you along the way are worthy to be celebrated. And the hope that is engendered uh, when we tackle something and are able to find our way back uh, to, to health, both in mind and in body. Um, I know it doesn't always work out this way. And that is all the more so the moment to celebrate it, to find in it uh, a a connection to something that has been planted deep within us that we may not acknowledge uh, very often. Uh, And that is our tremendous uh, resilience, uh, the incredible... um, bodies that we have and minds and most important our spirit are that which moves us to act to speak up and to hold on to life and probably even more so in the last year and a half where we've seen such loss of life uh, we know even more so by those who we remember how precious life is So I celebrate my daughter and I celebrate all your daughters and sons and you and your families and your, your friends who have come through something and come out the other end. It's important for us to celebrate. The author Barbara Kingsolver says to live is to be marked to live is to change, to acquire the words of a story. And that is the only celebration we mortals really know. To acquire the words of a story, and that is the only celebration we mortals really know. It is our stories, you see, which is what I celebrate on this podcast. The stories of our lives, which teach us to look at life and to be reminded as Richard Carlson reminded us not to sweat the small stuff, but to to see the true beauty and power and value. It is a week to ask, what is it I have to celebrate in my life? There must be something. There always must be a story that is connected to us. As King Solver says, 
That is the only celebration we mortals really know. The story we are building, the story we have been given, the story we are contributing to, the story we are living. What is your story? The story that is at the essence of your life? And what about it could you celebrate this week? Because taking the time to do so helps us find the good stuff in life. And life can be this good. The problem with today, and there are many problems, yes, but one of the key problems is something that um, someone I look up to for his wisdom and his philosophy, he's passed now, but he's contributed a lot to religious dialogue, spiritual dialogue, and the dialogue of humanity. A man who marched with Martin Luther King, who believed you pray with your feet. Um, Abraham Joshua Heschel, who said something years ago that I think is as true today, if not more so. He said, and I quote, people of our time are losing the power of celebration. Instead of celebrating, we seek to be amused or entertained. Celebration is an active state, an act of expressing reverence or appreciation. To be entertained is a passive state. It is to receive pleasure afforded by an amusing act or a spectacle. Celebration is a confrontation, giving attention to the transcendent meaning of one's actions. Celebration is a confrontation, giving attention to the transcendent meaning of one's actions. How powerful. If you are losing the power to celebrate, how can you get it back? Part of it is by bringing it into actualization, by activating it, by actively celebrating and making a decision to do so, your story. Celebration is not a passive state, as entertainment might be, but is an active state, says Heschel. And it's a confrontation. You are confronting your story and finding inside of it something that needs celebrating, something that ought to be celebrated. And in that celebration, we find the transcendent meaning of our actions. What does it mean that Richard Carlson reached back and connected with me and took the time to write an introduction? He did not need to do but did so graciously out of his own, I want to say, goodness and willingness to help another, to celebrate my daughter's health, who was in a state of illness and spoke up for herself when others said, oh, perhaps it's not so bad, said, No, no, this needs to be looked at. This needs attention must be paid. 
Is it the person in your life who is calling out even now? And we must have the ears to listen, the eyes to see, the heart to take it in. Celebrate your ears, your eyes, your heart. Celebrate your story this week. Begin. Look at yourself. Look at your those around you. And find in that the part of your story that you want to concentrate on, that you want to activate, that you want to actively confront. And in so doing, transform your life a little more so this week into the realm of blessing, into the realm of hope, into the realm of possibilities. Thank you for listening, for being open to the blessings in your life, to being open to hope, to being open to health, to being open to finding that with a little different way of paying attention, life can be this good. All that matters is exactly that. It's really going back to Richard Carlson's Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It's really about jettisoning the small things that we get so very upset about, me included, and recognizing the essence of what it really matters in life. That's you. That's your dreams, your visions, your hopes and possibilities. Until next week, as we begin the next 50, I'm Jan Goldstein. And this is all that matters.